Hello, it's Dana. And Maz. And Maz, yes. You're going to insist on that, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it's my site? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to call you that. I don't know that I've ever called you Maz in the entire time we've known you. Yes, you have. Rarely. It's silly. Mm. It's silly for me. It doesn't make sense. Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, so everybody's pretty tired at our house tonight. I don't see this going on and on and on, which I think is pretty okay. How are you doing? No, oh, I'm doing okay. This is just, uh, well, you know, I just had to reread this thing cause I only heard it once and we, I heard it when we, the first time when we did the video, so just make sure we're on the same page. So I should be asking you how you're doing. Cause this one is another tough one for you. Yeah, I'm pretty all right. I feel like, um, I feel like it all sort of has transitioned away from, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I think I was sort of angry to be back in it. I don't feel that way now. I feel pretty um, reconciled to the fact that that's where we were and we're here now. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it just feels a little bit less emotional, less immediate than it did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It was um, sort of painful. It was a bit too dramatic, but it, it was kind of it was tough. Yeah, it was. It was a, it was tough to um, relive. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the best way to say. It. I don't want to say rehash. Relive is is best best thing to say. It's there's an importance to not forgetting it, but there's also an importance to be grateful that things are a lot of a hell of a lot better. Not so you don't talk about it, but because of the progression we've both made, I think. Yeah, I think that too. Um, I also think that getting past the halfway point and now being on the downward slide, even though there's a ways to go yet before any of the posts feel particularly positive. Um, I'm just very aware of the fact that we're, we're moving downhill, not uphill. And it has shifted the way I think about it and has certainly got me thinking about what, um, what is next? What do we do with this when it's over, when this nine week period of production is done do we do anything with it? Do we just say, huh, that was an interesting nine weeks. Do we keep it going? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, you, you asked me about this the other day. I, I don't know either. I mean, you're, you probably have a better idea with this. I don't know how to, I wouldn't know what to do next. Unless, uh, you know, we can put out a big hint here. If anyone wants to let us do a TED talk together. <laughs> yes. Um, I think, and I, I have talked about this a little bit. I can't remember if I've talked about it in the podcast or if I just talked about it, um, I think, in the forum and on the radio. But um, one of the things that I'm really interested in pursuing is just this notion of class and addiction. Because I think we just give middle-class people, upper-class people, a lot of passes to be high-functioning addicts because somehow if you're wealthy, drinking too much is a sophistication. 
Whereas if you're poor, drinking too much is a weakness. So I'm fascinated by thinking about that and developing that concept further because it goes back to this idea that you don't look like the stereotypical poster child for what an addict is because we've all been fed this idea that an addict is someone poor or someone uneducated or someone from a low class or all these kinds of things. We're very comfortable with that stereotype. We're far less comfortable with someone who's highly educated and um, smart and European and um, intellectual and all those things. We're, we're far less comfortable putting you in the same category as a poor person. I think it's part and parcel with the fact that it's a lot of people still don't see this as a disease. You know, rich people get cancer. Rich people get um, MS. Rich people can get motor neuron disease. Um, pancreatitis. You know, you can get diabetes no matter what your net worth is. Is and this is the same. It's 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 a disease that can affect everyone. You know, but I think I'm not a history or a historian by any stretch of the imagination, but I can bet that there's probably a members of the British royal family who drank too much. Yeah. Probably a lot of them were raging alcoholics, but I think it's because they married their cousins, which is probably never a good idea. Stop that right now. I'll not have you besmirch the royal family on my blog post. <laughs> my apologies. It's the Irish in me. There you go. Dial it down, Dr. Larry. Yes. Um, do you want to do a follow-up to the story we told last week of the um, former student who wrote to you, give a little backstory and then give us a follow-up? Yes, my, my uh, former student of mine, he just um, got in contact with me um, by um, email. Um, so I was his advisor as well, and he um, said he needed to go to an AA meeting. Um, and he wanted to go. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go to one on his own. So he waited till Friday, um, last Friday, to come with, with me, and he came. And we had a we had a nice chat. And um, I think I hope um, he's going to be true to his word and turn up on Friday, in, um, day after tomorrow. So yeah, I think if if to me this is a good, a, a very tangible indication that this is really going somewhere I and mean, we've had some great feedback from people which we're going to talk about in a minute but this is for me a very tangible thing someone i've known for years you know we sat in the same office when i gave i, I gave out advice about which classes to take and uh here we both are now struggling with the same problem the same aspect of a disease so it's it's Sad but happy at the same time that this um, this is occurring. I think it's um, it's a great indication that we might actually be doing something right by doing this. Well, I just think, and I don't know this young man at all. I wouldn't know him if he walked past me, which is fine. But I just think about his future potential self. So, you know, um, having a mate, maybe having children. And if you and he can help him get to a place of sobriety today, what lives will be spared 
the horror of addiction because he reached out to you because he felt like you were a safe place and it, it could change the whole trajectory of his life and some other people's lives as well. And that's, that's really profoundly moving to me. Um, cause I don't think we had any ability to adequately anticipate how people would respond to this and how uh, people would feel almost compelled to write and share their own stories of either having grown up in an addiction household or being partnered with someone or, or having children who are now addicts, all those kinds of things. I just, I don't think we really gave any thought to who might reach out you talk while I go let our dumb dog out. <laughs> I, uh, Come on. I was surprised by the feedback we got. And, you know, um, th th was a, it's generally been so, sort of the same story. Um, an old flame, a, a significant other, a parent, in a couple of cases, both parents. Um, a lot of people saying that, you know, they, their, their parents' marriage didn't make it through been affected by this disease and you know we're just so profoundly grateful and lucky that ours has yes i think that is um that is true there's been no shortage of personal discovery between us for this because interestingly even though we I think talk pretty openly and actively with each other about being in a state of gratitude since you got sober. And I mean, I often, probably many times a month, you and I will be, you know, walking the dog or off to do something and I will audibly respond to your response because it's so different than anything I had had before. And so, you know, you know what a state of gratitude I'm in for the new you. Um, I don't really remember where I was going with this concept. It was a good point too. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is this beyond the capacity to edit this when you remember? Yes. Oh dear. Shoot. We need a we need a producer. If anyone is listening who thinks, gosh, they're not terrible podcasters, but they're also not good podcasters, we need a producer. That would be super. Um, at any rate, I just I oh I kind of remember. I just have really appreciated learning new things about you, and some of them have been revealing in kind of painful ways and some of them have been revealing in really illuminating ways and all of them have given me such a much deeper appreciation for you than I even felt like I had gained in these last three years. There's so much more to you than I remembered and this process has really revealed new depths to you that I just want you to know I am seeing and I'm taking in and I am appreciating and um, I'm really grateful for. 
had you not gotten sober, had you stayed in that state, or more likely had you died, you would have died and I would have never known this part of you. And that would have been a real shame. So I'm very, very grateful. Oh my gosh, thank you. I mean, I, I, I'm happy. I, what I've re-found out about myself, I like this person. I, I didn't really like the person I'd become in the five years running up to what, um, where we've got to in our story, uh, still in the coma. Re- that guy was a butt, let's yeah, be honest. I, I'm sure, well, I think he was, actually. Um, not not incredibly proud, but I came back from it. But what what um, what you went through, reading this stuff and listening to you talk about it, that's also incredibly humbling. And it's, um, it's made me aware of, uh, you know, how lucky I am to have you in my life. Well, I Still, am awesome. I mean, you made a decision to hunker down and see if there was anything worth worth looking at after this after the coma and I'm glad you did me too do you have anything else to add have I said you're awesome I think I have no but I did (laughs) I would agree with that you are you are awesome for what we've done and modest I think we're both a little modest oh my gosh if you can't laugh through this having come through it and survived, then what the heck's the matter with you? Yeah, damn straight. All right, Dr. Mary, let's go to bed. It's time for bed. Wow, this is very short. I know. Lucky audience. Lucky us. Well, thank you, everyone, for all the comments you made. Um, It's nice to know this is reaching some people. And I think, you know, um, please keep going. It... um, we have turned a corner. We've 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 changed direction, changed tact, what tack, whatever you want to call it. There's some. Have we gone from port to starboard? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> and this is why I, I I never would have called a boat after you. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. There is um the, the the hope part of this is coming. But you had to hear and see this bit first, so please keep reading, watching, and listening. Yeah. For more than the accent. Yeah, there, there was actually, and all this is on the test afterwards. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Dr. Mary. Good night, everyone. Good night, all. I know you're going to listen to this in the morning, but we're recording it Wednesday night. So good morning, everyone. We'll do it that way. We do need a producer. Yeah, we do. Desperately. (laughs) Keep that in mind, listening audience. We need a producer. All right. We'll talk soon. Bye.